finally, looking back, what would be the advice you give your former self? So Carol said, if I could speak to my former self, I'd tell her to let go and trust the process. No matter how shit things have been in the past, don't judge everyone else by the behavior of a few assholes. <laughs> let it all out and let the life in. It's too short as it is. Well, I have nothing to say apart from I totally agree. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Mother Mask. I'm your host, Annie Breen, registered nutritional therapist, master NLP practitioner, and transformational coach for exhausted mums who don't feel enough. My mission with this podcast is to lead with vulnerability by starting to lift the psychological mask you wear each day that protects you and others from the stuff that's hard to explain and talk about. It's about sharing from the middle, not just the open wounds or the healed scabs, but the messy middle. Let's go for honesty over perfection. Because I believe when you transform yourself, you automatically transform your relationships and parenting by passing down wisdom, not wounds. So if you're up for that, you definitely don't need to do it alone. I'm here to lead you on what could be the greatest adventure of your life, behind the mother mask, back home to yourself. Hello, how are you? And welcome to episode 27 I, do you know, I do make myself laugh sometimes. I've been trying, I'd set this time to do this podcast and I was like, mm, I just sold some clothes on Vinted. I was like, I'll just go and pack them up because when they're packed up, I can really just sit and focus on this. And I sat down and then the, the drip from the water filter is dripping. So <laughs> I need to sit down and do the episode. I've actually got myself a cuppa and I'm going to sit back and enjoy this because this episode is all about you and celebrating you. I previously asked you, I shared on a podcast and on Instagram, if you would like to be involved in this episode and share a reflection from 2022. And the way that I've done this is through this story of a hardship hero story and highlight. Now, this is something that I heard when I was listening to Pippa Grange's book, Fear Less. Incidentally, one of the only books I have finished from beginning to end. <laughs> and she talks, she shares lots of different stories in her in her book, but she talked about someone that, that did this. And I thought that is brilliant. That is a really great way to get to know people, but also um, to reflect over your life, or in this case, 2022, or maybe a situation we don't we don't spend enough time or give ourselves the time and the space to actually reflect. And ultimately, that is where we learn. We learn from our 
patterns. We learn from how we've done things in the past, how we haven't done things, the decisions that we've made, the outcomes. So it's so, so powerful. And honestly, like I've been bowled over by the response to this. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read through and I'm going to keep an eye on the time. It's 20 to 11. When do I ever keep an eye on the time? (laughs) I'm going to keep an eye on the time and see how we go. But honestly, I think this is going to be another one, another episode that we do in the future too, because I think it's a great idea. And like I said, the response has been amazing. So we'll see how we go. And if we don't get through all of them, I will do another one. Hello, I just wanted to jump in before we get into things with a little um, heads up or disclaimer that as much as this episode is highly, highly, highly inspiring and these women are so brave and so open and so honest, it is emotional, as you will hear from my reaction. And we do touch on, although we don't go into any um, detail, sexual assault. So I just wanted to let you know that that is mentioned. Okay, on with the show. Okay, now I haven't, I've had a peruse through these, but I haven't properly sat down and, and read them. And there's a reason for that, that I I want to read them for the first time properly here. Some I will maybe give my thoughts and reflections and some I will not. I will just read them out. You know me, sometimes I have a lot to say and sometimes I'm kind of stopped in my tracks. I don't have anything to say. And it's not about preaching or giving advice. It's just how many of these I can resonate with and that you will be able to resonate with. It always astonishes me. I've been doing this work for some time now. It always astonishes me how many of you are suffering in in behind the scenes, in silence, behind the mother mask, with huge, huge life experiences and challenges and huge things, huge things going on. And, you know, it's this kind of things look great on the outside, but on the inside, they can feel very different. And what people have been through and what people have to contend with, oh my goodness, like we just don't appreciate what goes on behind closed doors. And I fully believe that you can never, ever, ever walk in someone's shoes. You will never, ever, ever fully understand what it's like for that person to be them and to have got where they are in their story unless you ask them, unless you ask them to share their story and then believe them when they tell you. So I'm going to read through this. And yeah, I know that you're going to get so much from it. Thank you to everyone that contributed. And we will be doing another one. So please, if you want to be involved, there, there will still be time and opportunity to do that. So when I sent this form out, I stated on the form just to let me know how you want to be addressed. So these people have given me the names and how they want to be addressed on, on the podcast. And like I said, I've asked the same question. So there's four questions. There's a hardship, something that you've been through in 2022 that was specifically or particularly challenging that stood out for you and what you've learned from it, because these learnings are gold. And I think we'll all learn something from each other's um, experiences. And then a hero story where there has been a particular role model or significant person or mentor or person of support in your story through that challenging time or just in 2022, a big influence in your life. And then where have you, 
Where have you been the hero? Now, I noticed me using the word hero when it comes to you. There's a little bit of resistance. (laughs) But maybe we were to change that word to model or influence or supporter, cheerleader. Where have you been that in someone else's journey? And then the final one, the highlight. The biggest highlight that kind of stands out, or maybe it's a number of things of a similar theme. Please do use this. Take this away and go and do this within your family, by yourself, journal on it, talk to others. I think it's a wonderful thing to do. And you'll find that there's lots. There's not just one thing. But for this podcast, I've just asked for a kind of a a main thing. And then at the end, I asked, what would be the advice to your former self? So your kind of early 2022 self. Now, I've just realized that the first one I'm going to read out, I need to get the last answer to the last question from my Instagram because I didn't ask that question originally. Okay, let's go. Let's get into this. I'm excited. So the first hardship hero and highlight story reflection is from Louise. Louise is a mum of a boy who's five and a girl who is two. Amazing. So I said, please share a hardship from 2022. What's the most challenging thing that you've been through this year? And just to point out, you could still be going for it. It could still be an ongoing issue. You don't feel that you have to have it all kind of resolved and figured out. And what has it taught you about yourself? So Louise said, dealing with financial hardship. It's taught me to be resourceful and that it's okay to ask for help. It's hard being a business owner and needing to generate income. It was really energetically draining at times. I do have something to say on that. I can absolutely relate to that 100% because what I find doing this kind of passion-led, heart-led work where we're helpers, we want to help people, we care, we're heart-led entrepreneurs, This work means a lot to us. And I know Louise and I know how much her work means to her and what a huge impact it has on others. There's so much invested in it that's hard to articulate. It's a mission. It's innate. So not doing it is not an option. But like anything and being an entrepreneur, you are usually a business of one and everything falls on you. You are all the roles as well as everything else going on in your life. And that's hard and it can take time for that to generate an income that is kind of sustainable that is consistent that is gives you that kind of security oh my goodness like I've spent the whole year being broke and I've spoken about this in um maybe I haven't actually spoken specifically about this but I have not had any money for a year it's changing now because I've changed my approach and I'm doing what really kind of ticks my boxes and how I want to work and it's absolutely working. But, you know, having to turn down events or invites, not being able to go to stuff, going to things where you've got no money, I just absolutely know what that feels like. I'm not saying that that's Louise's specific um, situation, but I totally hear you and how many of us are in that boat where we kind of look like we're, successful and we are on the outside we're doing what we love but behind closed doors there is a struggle there is a cost that is temporary it is temporary but it can feel like a real long time and yes asking for help I think that is brave 
And I think that it is inspiring. And I think it's really liberating as well to hear. So amazing. And then a hero story. So this is uh, someone that's been a particular influence in Louise's life. So my coach and mentor, I don't know who that is, but um, my coach and mentor, uh, there's no name here, but they have helped me with anxiety, past trauma, focusing on what I want, tools to support my well-being, being a mum, sorry, tools to support my well-being, being my cheerleader and listening. I feel really blessed to have found someone who really gets me and being a mum and business owner. My greatest learning is to have way more self-belief and not let fears stop me taking action. Hell yes to that. We all need a bloody mentor. You know, who's there to mother the mother? Who's there to mentor the mother business owner? We all need help. We all need someone to guide us. So I think that's another really huge step in honoring yourself and your business to actually invest in that support. And it works, doesn't it? (laughs) It really does. Amazing. And a highlight. So please share a highlight that's really stuck you in 2022. One year in business. Ah, amazing. One year in business. It's been challenging, fun, eye-opening. I've learned how determined I am and that I am skilled at what I do. And she really is. So that is absolutely amazing. Just think what the next year holds for you, Louise, and what you've learned and what you can take forward. Like, that is going to be profound. And then looking back, what advice would you give your kind of former self from the beginning of 2022? She said that I'd give my former self is you're incredibly powerful and strong. Don't let the hard times grind you down. Keep going. Hell yes to that. I think this is so so true and really harnessing those hard times as our greatest kind of opportunities to grow and learn even though they can feel like shit at the time let's just acknowledge that thank you Louise okay on to the next one and I can relate to a lot of that Karen Karen is a mum of Harper who's four and Bluebell oh my god best name that's so gorgeous who is 10 months 2022 has been uber stressful transformational and eye-opening it required a total letting go of self in brackets very hard for me business as usual as we welcome bluebell in january the adjustment for one from one to two children has been very challenging especially for my boy who was still at home full time yeah i hear you a hero story so without a doubt the girls at my work who have totally taken control of the business and managed to keep things afloat while I'm on extended maternity. These girls bought supplements home after work and dropped me groceries at the door. Without immediate family in Scotland, it means um, the world if you have friends and colleagues who care. Oh, that's given me goosebumps. It is those small but big acts of kindness, right? knowing that people have got your back, that you're not alone. That is amazing. And I absolutely love that. Like I've spoken about this years ago with new mums to actually have someone who can bring you food. (laughs) 
bring you things, that thoughtfulness of things that are just going to help. Supplements, oh my God, like if someone turned up at my door with supplements, they would be my best friend. All right, you know what I want for Christmas. I think that's incredible. And yeah, you're, you're right to ha- have people, colleagues and friends who care. That means so much. Thank you for that, Karen. And then a hero story where she has been the hero. To be honest, I don't know if I feel I have been a hero to anyone. But I do feel proud that I have done every single breastfeed night and day as with my son. We did both bottle and breast, but with Bluebell, I've managed to do breastfeeding. Feeding an infant and comforting them is such a primal way. Um, Brings me deep respect and appreciation for my body. Well, I would say hero. And the fact that you are a mum makes you a hero. So that is incredible. I know how hard that is. That journey, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that um, that feeding journey. Let's just call it that. It can bring a lot of challenges, and the body is amazing. So thank you. Um, a highlight again, just putting one foot in front of the other. Some days has been incredibly hard with the reality of um, an eminent separation and being a single parent, plus giving. M- My best to both children has left me depleted on every level. So making it through the day, feeding and dressing everyone in brackets bonus if it's before noon. Wow. Okay. So the reality of an eminent separation and being a single parent, this is huge. And we just cannot underestimate the power of putting one step in front of the other and acknowledging that as a huge win. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Karen. And then Karen's advice to her former self is breathe. Breathe, take things easy. It doesn't have to look right. Don't be so hard on yourself. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love that. And breathe. You know, we go everywhere. Our lungs are with us all the time. But most of the time we're breathing in this kind of stressed fight or flight state, which kind of holds us there. And isn't it amazing just to think that by slowing down and taking a conscious breath, we can actually put ourselves into that more regulated state. It's it's our greatest tool. Um, Thank you. Such a good reminder. And thank you for sharing that. Okay, next we have Naomi from Cheltenham and she's wife to Andy, mum to Eddie 15, Sunny 10 and Etta 8. Wow, gorgeous names and three, amazing. Okay, so the hardship from 2022. Although this has been the most challenging thing I've done through this year and perhaps ever, I do not see it as a hardship. In 2022, I ditched the booze and became sober. Woohoo! Well done. I have not had a drink of alcohol since. That is incredible. Gives me goosebumps. I know this journey. It's tricky to explain in a way that will make sense, really, because it's been such a tough thing to do through, though, but at the same time has been so freeing and has finally, like never before, shown me that I am strong and courageous and a motherfucking warrior. (laughs) Yes, Naomi. It's sad to admit 
that birthing three children and parenting over the last 15 years has never consciously made me feel that way. But removing alcohol from my life has. I guess that speaks volumes about the role alcohol plays in our lives. I have something to say on this because I can relate to it. Alcohol masks or can mask who you truly authentically are. And one of the big messages through my work is honoring who you are, stepping into your self-worth, reclaiming your energy and your identity is the greatest gift we give our children. So it is ultimately going to feel rewarding, if not more rewarding, because what we give ourselves, we can give our children. So that does not, that makes complete sense to me. And I think it's Gabor Mate or Andy Ramage, who did One Year No Beer, said that recovery is all about recovering your authentic self. And oh my goodness, isn't that the journey? That's where the journey starts. That is profound, Naomi, and thank you so much for sharing. And oh my goodness, like what's for the next year for you? A hero story. My brother, Sinjin, age 44, from a young age has been a heavy drug user and has not been able to settle in a home or a career and has led to a wayward and troubling life. There is a lot I could fill in with this here, but suffice to say in 2021, he was given a sign and my brother picked himself up and took himself off to rehab. Gosh, sorry, that always makes me a bit emotional because I can relate to it. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that, but there's something about that. Um, Where he was wholly and admirably given his all to the process of getting better. Sorry making his life a better one. He spurred me on to ditch the booze. And for that, I am so grateful. At this time, he is over 18 months clean, studying at college, is working with his mentors to secure long-term housing and lives a peaceful life. It hasn't been easy and among other things, has had the tragic and sudden death of an ex-girlfriend to overcome while in rehab. But he kept going. He stayed strong on his path and he keeps going today. Do you know why that makes me emotional? Because not many people do that. You know, I've had addiction and I've worked in addiction before doing this for 10 years. And I hardly saw anyone get off drugs and stay clean. And I saw it was such a lonely, isolated, trauma-induced kind of place to be. And I actually remember going to a ceremony once for one of the persons I was supporting who had got off heroin and he'd done really well. He'd done this bridging the gap and they were kind of celebrating that. And I was there to support him as his support worker. And I just sat there like blubbing my eyes out. I'm not sure if there was anyone else there for him. But oh my goodness, what a journey to come back from. I think addiction is so misunderstood. Like Gabor Mate says, not why the addiction, but why the pain? Um, This is so inspiring and amazing, Naomi. Amazing what your brother has done. Amazing he's been your influence and what you have done. 
Uh, okay, so where has Naomi been a hero? See, this is a tough question. I maybe should have called it something else. Gosh, this is tough. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, this is a tough question. I have no idea. My brother would probably call me a hero because of my efforts with going sober, but that's more just to describe his pride, I guess. Crying now because I don't know what to write here. I think you're a hero. And if that means anything, um, I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> your brother would definitely be proud of you and your children, Naomi. Oh my goodness. Like how lucky are they to have you as their model? I think that's incredible. A highlight from 2022. I've prioritized myself more than ever this year. I educate myself more than I have done my entire adult life. I have a routine that encompasses meditation, yoga, and journaling, although I need to get better at this one. These allow me to reflect, to be still, and to appreciate calm. I am learning, definitely ongoing in brackets, to sit with feelings and to be okay with negative emotions, not to numb out. This can be tough as fuck sometimes, but the feeling of peace in me, knowing that I am strong and that I can do this, that the universe has a plan, is incredibly powerful and reassuring. Oh my God, I totally agree. It makes me think of my mantra for you, Naomi. Trust your choices, hold the vision, keep the faith. Like we just... I can feel the growth journey that you're on and just think you've done that today. You've come this far. What's 2023 going to hold for you? Powerhouse. <laughs> okay, so finally, looking back, what advice would you give your former self? It would be around learning to love myself and understanding the validation needs to come from me. Oh, that validation needs to come from me. Don't rely on others for this. I still struggle with this one, but we'll keep on affirming it. Oh my goodness. The only approval you will ever need is your own, is a journey. Validation, self-acceptance and self-approval, this is just me now, is a daily practice. I see it as a daily practice equal to how we nourish our body, the food that we eat, how we exercise. You know, I see this as something that we commit to daily. It is a skill to master, not a quick fix solution. This is just my opinion. I don't believe we arrive at this kind of destination where we're fully accepting. I feel as life is changing and moving and the people around us, we're always having to accept and we're always having to release what we can't control control or change. So I just wanted to add that. And you're absolutely right. The only validation you ever need is your own. But I do believe that that is an ongoing practice. And for me, that makes it feel a little bit easier. Thank you so much, Naomi. And tell your brother he made me cry. Okay, Carol, I should have got some tissues. <laughs> so next you got Carol. <laughs> Carol, Carol says she's a knackered mum of three amazingly different kids. One boy, one girl, one trans and wife, business owner, NLP practitioner and work in progress. I absolutely love that. Okay, so a um, hardship in 2022. My most challenging issue this year has been dealing with some issues in the past. 
I began a journey about a year ago, starting with an NLP practitioner course. Oh, this one's going to make me cry too. (laughs) Oh God, Carol. For me, the course unexpectedly involved coming to terms with some pretty dark stuff. And I revealed for the first time ever that I'd been sexually assaulted around 25 years ago. I never saw myself as a victim. I always felt it was my fault for being stupid. So I packed it away in an embarrassing box. God, sorry. (laughs) In the back of my head. Excuse me. And learned to disengage from the person I'd been before. The attack. Because I thought it was her fault. But once I opened the box, there was no closing it. Absolutely. I've had to do a lot of work to try to deal with it and come to terms with the effect it's had on every single thing I've done from that moment on. It had become part of my identity. Instead of being part of the world, I'd become a watcher as the world passed me by. And it recently occurred to me that I hadn't properly cried in 25 years. Since starting my NLP journey, I've released so much pent-up emotion and dealt with so much unprocessed shit. I can't stop letting it out. (laughs) I've learned that keeping it inside has been really unhealthy for me and locking stuff away in the corners of my mind doesn't resolve anything. Thank you so much for sharing that, Carol. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud to know you. And I'm excited to see who you become and who you who you are becoming, who you are. Hero story. My daughter has been a real hero for me personally this year. She's just 21 but is quite wise in brackets sometimes (laughs) beyond her years. I spent all my life wearing different masks for different people to try to protect them from each other. But I know it's really been to avoid confrontation. My parents are really strict and straight-laced, but I've made a point of not continuing that particular tradition. And I'm pretty open with my kids about some of the things I've done in the past. As a result, I have a wonderful pierced tattooed daughter who says it as it is. But at the same time, I try to hide this from her grandparents. My girl, on the other hand, explained that she wanted them to properly know her and she felt that me protecting them all the time meant that she wouldn't properly know them either. Wow. She is wise. So I've learned to take a step back and just let that will be, be. It's not my responsibility, even though it'll probably be seen as my fault. (laughs) Maybe one day I'll show them my tattoos. Oh, Carol, I absolutely love that. Sometimes the most impactful thing we can do is to step back. That is amazing. Hero story, where Carol has been the hero. 
I don't know if hero is the right word. It is. But my kids are the most important thing in my life. And I want them to know that I'm always here for them. When my youngest revealed that they'd been bullied and were self-harming, I thought my love alone could see them through. Unfortunately, that wasn't really enough. But with the help of an outstanding coach, I know, they're on track to discover who they really are and where they want to be in life. This frees me up to be the best mum I can be for all my kids. I'll never stop doing that. Do you know, I absolutely love the fact that you have helped your children get external help. It's like when I was speaking to Brian Costello on episode 10 about teenagers, that we take our kids to the doctors, we take our kids to the dentist for their teeth, but we don't think about their mental health. We think we have to do all of that ourselves and we have to know everything, but we don't. So that is absolutely amazing that you have been able to have the knowledge and the resources to signpost to get your kids the help that they need that slightly detached um, from you being their mum. I think that is incredible. Okay, a highlight. My highlight of 2022 has been just continuing to improve myself. No just about it. (laughs) I can feel the benefit of what I've done so far, really putting my NLP, so that's neuro-linguistic programming, training into action in my life and seeing the knock-on effect in my family and friends around me. I've always wanted to help other people, and I feel more confident doing that now. I've put some of my own stuff behind me. Oh, now I've put some of my own stuff behind me, sorry. Self-improvement is the way forward for me, and something that I know will never come to an end. I'm excited about life again and want to share that about a bit. Oh, amazing. And that feeling of being excited about life. Oh my God, Carol, just think where you've come from that kind of prison of your past to now being this incredible practitioner in progress and mother and and being excited. That is so freeing and contagious. Yeah, that energy is going to really liberate and inspire others. It does. Finally, looking back, what would be the advice you give your former self? So Carol said, if I could speak to my former self, I tell her to let go and trust the process. No matter how shit things have been in the past, don't judge everyone else by the behavior of a few assholes. (laughs) Let it all out and let the life in. It's too short as it is. Well, I have nothing to say apart from I totally agree. Thank you so much. And here's to celebrating all of you so far. So thank you. Hello, just a little interruption to this episode. Now, if you're thinking, yes, Annie, I'm I'm hearing all this and all these inspirational stories and it's my time, like I want to make some changes. I know that I can feel so much more better, but I don't know where to turn or where to start. Well, 
I just want to share with you that I am now taking on clients for my one-to-one coaching program for 2023. And honestly, like I believe there's time and what you choose to do with it. There's no right or wrong time. And if you're hearing this and it's resonating and you're listening to this episode, then that is happening for a reason. So I actually created my Energized Mother model with you in mind. Just to clarify, I don't work with new mums. When I say I don't, I do, but I don't per se just work with new mums. I tend to work with high functioning mums who are suffering in silence, who have kind of just got on with it for so long and maybe abandoned themselves or sacrificed their needs in the process of raising their kids. And they realize they're living this kind of legacy of depletion, legacy of living in this kind of inner conflict of exhaustion. And they just know they can feel so much better and they want to bet on themselves and raise their standards and step up for themselves. So this proven four month one-to-one breakthrough pathway is to help you transform unresolved trauma. And what I mean by that, these are the unconscious hidden things that are in our blind spot often and that are holding us back. Sometimes there's really obvious things we've been through that have a huge impact on our identity and who we are and who we become. But often what I see is these drip fed moments that build up like sand that really impact our sense of confidence and self-worth and how we're able to honor ourselves and kind of be the agent in our life. So it's really about transforming those from the roots so that we can release those overwhelming emotions that tend to hijack us when curveballs come our way or our hormonal cycle. (laughs) And this is so that you are free and free is the word to live and parent with more peace, purpose and energy passing down wisdom and not wounds and that's what I really want for you if you are dedicated to changing the narrative for the next generation but also having a bit of fun and living your life in the process this is for you and I combine you've probably heard me on the podcast I combine my nutritional therapy and functional medicine approach and really looking at what's going on underneath the surface at the root and I have a whole load of tools in the toolbox here around functional testing that are open to you and on the other hand I combine that with my transformational coaching and hypnosis and NLP where we really get to do some incredible techniques that unless you experience them they're really hard to explain and actually go back to where these beliefs originated and this is where we do the magic and we can really release them and reframe them but also find the resources that you need to move forward that are normally hidden under life's layers of crap. (laughs) It is transformational. You can read on my website some of the reviews and testimonials and feedback. And I put the link in the show notes for you to go and read that full page. You want to know a little bit more, but also please do reach out because we're all different. And this is a very individual kind of program based on you as an individual and it's very holistic so reach out if you want to know whether it's right for you and I would absolutely love to hear from you so the link is in the show notes go have a read drop me a message and we can have a chat let's make 2023 your year okay back to the episode okay next Joanne mum of two no mum of two boys age six and four Hardship. Where to start? Getting diagnosed in October this year with ADHD has been a massive, huge thing for me. 
I went from not knowing anything about ADHD to then hearing about it from my friend whose partner um, has it and hearing your podcast about it both in the same week and thinking, how are they inside my head? Which sparked me to research it and release all my struggles, um, realize, sorry, that all my struggles were ADHD symptoms and I didn't know it. My memory and constant overwhelm in dealing with daily life has been a massive challenge as I literally felt like I had no cognitive function and was really struggling with remembering where I'd put things. I was angry and snapping and just felt like I wasn't coping. Getting the ADHD diagnosis itself hasn't changed anything physically. However, it gave me a huge sense of validation and confirmed all the things I had been struggling with were actually real. And it's allowed me to reframe a lot of things in my head. I am working on being a lot kinder to myself and not letting that inner harsh voice bring me down and make me feel like I'm flawed or broken. Now I'm trying to say, oh, I struggle with X, Y, Z because of my ADHD, not because I'm incapable or stupid. I'm also learning to be more authentically me. I've realized that I've been massively masking my symptoms to try and fit in with society and haven't been authentically myself. This makes me so sad, but I wasn't even fully aware I was doing it. Now I'm telling myself that I can do things my own way, just like Fleetwood Mac. Go your own way. You know, that's my favorite song, Joanne. Um, (laughs) I feel I can now celebrate the good things about me and my brain and put a plan in place to help with the bits I find really hard. It's an ongoing process and every single day I'm learning more and more and I feel like I've uncovered a whole world of people just like me that I didn't know existed. Well, you know that I can. Oh, it's 11.11, Joanne. It's 11.11. You'll love that one. (laughs) You know I can relate to that. You know that I can. And thank you so much for sharing. And I'm excited to see where this is just the beginning for you. Um, Okay, hero. So Joanne's hero. Annie, I have to say that the person that's helped me the most, oh, you're going to make me (laughs) Um, I would never have known that. I have had ADHD for the last 38 years of my life. If you hadn't opened up about your diagnosis, hearing your podcast where you were describing your symptoms was a massive light bulb moment for me. And I had honestly no idea what ADHD really was until I heard you talk about it. And it was like you were describing me. It's changed my life because I then connected with you to find out more. And then you guided me through how to get the diagnosis, um, who to go to, and then helped me with putting a plan in place. You also guided me through the process of getting the metabolomics test and Dutch hormones test, which has literally been life-changing, getting the results to these, particularly my hormone test and uncovering huge hormonal imbalances, which are affecting every single aspect of my life. 
From here, you then put me in touch with Joe Gamble to have my results analyzed. And it's been so unbelievably incredible to have the confirmation that, yes, I have been struggling. And yes, there's a huge reason why. And there's a lot of natural things I can do about it. I don't have to live like this any longer. It's been a massive, massive struggle and life shouldn't be that hard. So I'm simply ecstatic and so, so grateful that I've uncovered all of this. I honestly feel like I'm an archaeologist who's been searching for the answers for literally years. And now I finally found it. You are helping people so much by removing the mask and sharing your truth and talking about the real true parts of life and not just sugarcoating everything and showing only the highlights and good parts. I feel so passionate about people being real because it really helps us to feel like we're not the only one that has struggles. I have nothing to say on that. (laughs) You said it all. Thank you, Joanne. And here's to you. And you're so right. And I think sometimes you're a perfect example. And as is the approach to my work, that we can get stuck at the symptoms and we can accept it and it become our normal, but we fail to look underneath. Actually, there's always a reason. In your case, hormones, you know, hidden stress, imbalances there, deficiencies. And that was certainly my story too. So actually having that information, being able to work at that level, at the cause, not the effect, is life-changing. This is why, mother from inside out, this is why I work this way. This is why this approach absolutely works. And I'm passionate about everyone having access to these tools as much as possible, even like Joanne of it is just the podcast and knowing that you're not alone so thank you hero where you have been the hero this one is easy for me good (laughs) but I feel like a hero to my kids I honestly feel like I have been put through all these struggles so that I can be the best mum to them it's so emotional for me to say this and truly feel it in my core because there was a time when I had just become a mum for the first time and I didn't feel good enough. I felt like my kids would be better off without me and it killed me to feel that way. But when I was mentally unwell after the birth of my first son, I did feel like that. The last six years have been a massive journey and I now know that I am the best role model for my kids. There is no one else on the face of the earth that can love and guide them like I can. And I can help guide them through life, through the highs, through the lows, and really support them on a deep emotional level. Having ADHD means I feel everything so deeply and it makes me really be able to connect and be an empath. But I'm also good at seeing things from the outside outside the box and having a different perspective on things. And this will help the kids as they grow up. I felt I feel so passionate about boys being taught that it's more than okay to cry. It's absolutely okay to feel sad and have deep emotions. I will do anything in my power to continue to teach my boys to let their emotions out and never be told that they can't cry because they are boys. They are beautiful humans and I see already in my six-year-old that he's such an emotional deep soul. So I will support him with this and teach them both how to regulate their emotions, express themselves 
and know that it's always okay to show emotions. My six-year-old also has a deep love for crystals. And again, I'll support his curiosity about natural therapies and the world around us. Wow. What a role model you are, Joanne, and you should be proud. You should all be proud. That is incredible. Highlight. So a highlight from 2022 for Joanne is my strength. Losing my mum in 2020 completely obliterated my world, and that pain will never leave. But what it's taught me is to be grateful for each and every day that I am blessed to be alive. I feel I am getting to a place in my grief now that I can take all the pain and channel it into love and gratitude and truly make this life something special, just like my mum would want. Wow, no words. Finally, looking back, what advice would you give your former self? Joanne, you're not crazy flawed or broken. You are so intelligent, spiritual, sensitive, loving, and it's not your fault. None of the hard things were your fault. Your brain is wired differently. It's really, and you just have to, it's real, and you just have to find your own ways to do things and do not compare yourself to others. Find what works for you, your family, and know that you are doing the absolute best and always were. You just couldn't see it. I now feel like I can end 2022 with a positive and hopeful outlook that I can change things and feel better. And I'm able to do it naturally, which is so amazing. Wow. Get on the soapbox. That is amazing. (laughs) You should be on here reading this out. (laughs) That's advice, isn't it? All of this great, amazing advice. I think we can all take something from this. How powerful. Okay, next one. My name is Maz. I'm 51 and I live in South London with my 13-year-old transgender son and our rescue cat. Biggest hardship for Maz. I have had a number of significant life events in the last two years. My then 11-year-old came out as transgender two years ago, so in September 2020. My parents died in November, December 2020, within three weeks of each other, and I left a long-term unhealthy relationship in April 2021. Goodness, sending you so much love. I have shared care of my child 50-50. Oh, I have shared care of my child 50-50. I work full-time in children's social care and balance this with being a parent. My child is very possibly neurodivergent, so ADHD versus ASC. We are currently going through an assessment process, which in itself can be stressful. My son is struggling at school with peers and has limited friend group, which is hard to watch. Luckily, he is extremely creative and is happy focusing on his art and creative projects. I feel you, Maz. Wow. And what a couple of years. Okay, so a hero journey for Maz. I have been inspired by so many people this year, mainly strong, brave women who make podcasts such as yourself. Oh, thank you. I'm inspired by you, Behind the Mother Mask, and other podcasts like Brave New Girl. 
I have been sober, alcohol-free for nearly five months and have thrown myself into the sober sphere and started listening to Janie Lee Grace's Alcohol-Free Life, Love Sober, Club Sober, Soda, sorry, and Sober Stories. I read most of the quick lit around stopping drinking and being alcohol-free, which is so inspiring too. I feel that I'm making a good start to a much healthier way of living on every level, all thanks to the above. Wow, that is incredible. And what a huge step to take for yourself and ultimately your son, your family, whilst all of this other stuff has been going on for you. Like that is incredible. Well done. Four, highlight. My greatest achievement this year is currently um, being nearly five months alcohol-free and starting to live a much healthier life. Also, cold water swimming in December, but mainly getting up every day and putting one foot in front of the other. A hundred percent, like Karen was saying earlier, putting one foot in front of the other is an honorable act. And sometimes we really have to come back to that present moment and honor ourselves on that particular day of how we're feeling. Well done. That is incredible. I'm just checking. Oh, I missed this one. Sorry. So where you have been a hero, of course, we can't miss this one. I'm struggling to think of a time when this has been the case. Maz, can I just say you're, 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 you're the hero to your son. And you're the hero to yourself. And I can imagine you're influencing so many others. But that's just my insight. But anyway, I guess that within my work, I would like to think that I make a difference to the children and families I work with. But on a more personal level, I have had close friends often remind me of how well I'm doing with everything going that has happened and going on and how inspired it makes them feel. Honestly, I agree with your friends. You are inspirational. And I'm just being honest. I don't have the experience. Maybe one day I will with the whole trans. I have worked with trans families in the past because I used to do a similar job to you. Um, But as far as having a child, so I'm not even going to pretend that I know, but I'm just sending you so much love and you are so inspiring. And oh my goodness, like your son is lucky to have you. And knowing what you do as a social worker, yes, Maz, you are a hero. Okay. So we did the highlight about you being alcohol free. So what is the um, feedback or sorry, advice you give your former self? And you've put trust yourself and your instincts. You are stronger than you know. Oh my goodness, this is so, so true. What great advice. I'm going to have to extract all these words of wisdom and share them um, again, because I think we could all do with hearing this advice. It is, there's so much wisdom here and it's so true, right? But we don't normally acknowledge it until we actually reflect and look back and think about it in this light. Okay, I have two more. I'm just going to keep going because I don't want to stop. (laughs) Lucy. Beautiful. Okay. Lucy Wilde. So Lucy is a birth recovery coach and she was on this podcast. You can check out her episode. She is mum to Matilda age eight. 
Lucy's hardship from 2022, learning when to finish a relationship and why. Oh my goodness. Um, So, so powerful and so hard and so complex. And just want to say, sending you so much love. Well done, Lucy, and really honoring yourself and your daughter. Amazing. A hero. So who's been a hero or an influence in Lucy's story of 2022? Amy Taylor-Cabaz. She has shown up in all her truth and vulnerability, showing that sometimes we have to stop and cancel and pause work when our little ones need us. They matter most. Anyone else's expectations can wait. I've always already done this, but to be validated by someone I admire doing it too is useful and heartening. Totally. That validation that it's okay, that it's okay. I was just reading this morning on Instagram that quote from Dr. Rick Hansen, that if we were in the Olympics as mothers, we'd be a decathlete. We'd be doing 10 sports. We're never going to be world champion at one, but we're bloody good at all of them. And you're absolutely right. Sometimes we have to down tools and we have to let things go and prioritize our kids. And to know that that's okay and that is in alignment with your values and instincts and other people are validating that, um, it is heartening. So thank you for sharing that, Lucy. A hero. So where have you been the hero or an influence in someone else's journey? I've helped a gorgeous client of mine learn things she has been waiting or wanting to learn all her life. She has truly um, seen and heard and validated by me and our work together. It's beautiful. I've learned even more that speaking my truth helps many and so deeply. You're absolutely right. And that is incredible. Like imagine being able to help someone who has been stuck most of their life, not doing the thing that they wanted to do and settling. That is incredible. Like, well done. And I bet Lucy, knowing you, it's not just one person. I bet there's many. (laughs) A highlight, a significant highlight for 2022, becoming a matrescence activist with Amy Taylor Cabaz and her coven. (laughs) Love that. I've learned a word that can help change lives and the world bit by bit. I discovered matrescence from Dr. Oscar Serenak and I've written a blog on it actually. And I think Aurelia Athan, who is one of the leaders in this field, as well as Amy, and there's lots of people coming through doing this work, which is incredible, said that it was the greatest story never told when it comes to motherhood. Matrescence is the most psychological and spiritual transition into motherhood. It is the identity shift that it's really hard to articulate. It is the greatest story never told. So the fact that you're doing this work and you're helping other mums in this way and you're shining a light on matrescence, which is just a beautiful word. I absolutely love that. Finally, looking back, what advice would you give to your former self? So keep at it, my love. I love it. 
you can do this. You are doing this. You are doing this. Running a business with a job you love. You are doing great things. I love that, Lucy. Keep at it. You are doing this. You are doing this. I think that is a really good point. Sometimes we don't acknowledge that we're doing the thing. We're always striving to do things better, differently, do more, but we're actually doing it. So that is amazing advice. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your openness and honesty and for sharing. Okay. So let's go to Laura from Edinburgh. Um, Laura is a mum of one boy who's one and one girl who is seven. So Laura's hardship from 2022. Laura says that both children almost simultaneously being diagnosed with different serious health conditions just days after my son was born. And that coming after eight months of being totally incapacitated in bed with hyperemesis gravidum. So that is the extreme vomiting that you can get in in pregnancy. Um, An extreme probably doesn't do it justice to how bad it really is. Um, I'm not sure I've had the space to really work out the lessons yet. I'm sure it's something around accepting. I can't project my children, oh sorry, protect my children from, from suffering or from adversity but that what I can do is model for them healthy ways to cope, adapt, and thrive in the face of them. Amazing. And 100%, like, oh my goodness, the depletion that comes with that extreme sickness and, uh, you know, and having a newborn, it's massive, let alone coping with children who have health conditions and diagnoses. I mean, credit where credit's due and how amazing is that just you know to not know just about it to model for them healthy ways to cope adapt and thrive in the face of challenges that is amazing so laura's hero my husband has been the most incredible support as i dealt with the horrors of the pregnancy he was my and my daughter's full-time carer and kept down an extremely stressful and full-time job He is relentless in his dedication to me and the children and utterly supportive and understanding of my fluctuating mental health and also an incredible advocate for the children as we navigate their health conditions together. Oh, I love that. How amazing. And Dora, where have you been a hero? Let's see. Um, I have also navigated the challenges of this year with unwavering grit and determination to find a way through and continue to find new ways to get the best out of life. Although of late my mental health has suffered because of the relentless sleep deprivation and a challenging return to work, I continue to model to my children the importance of self-care, emotional and spiritual development, healthy eating and lifestyle choices, and the importance of focusing on the joy and beauty life offers us. Oh my good God. Well done. I mean, well done with everything that you've been through and had to face to be able to still have that outlook um, is magical. That's incredible. Highlight, giving birth to my beautiful baby boy at home on a winter solstice. Oh, amazing. Due to my age, I'm 43. I had to um, fight to have a home birth and managing 
to do it naturally and without any drugs or interventions felt like such a huge achievement. That is incredible for my husband and I. And an incredible reward for getting through all our fertility issues and the incredibly difficult pregnancy. The moment my daughter met her long-awaited little brother and immediately burst into spontaneous song about how she would love and care for him forever burned into my memory and into my heart oh my god Laura that is just so adorable um oh utterly heavenly what have I learned giving birth is a privilege and an opportunity to grow and transform like no other and to have had the opportunity twice to find out how strong and how brave I can be is so precious for me. And I know will continue to serve me for the rest of my life. I would totally agree. I don't think we realize when we're in it, how strong and resilient and tenacious, even though it can feel like we're crumbling at times that we actually are. I mean, we just need to ask our children later on. They don't remember any of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> they remember the love and the good times and the play and the good memories like we carry so much as mothers so that is incredible and I love that that is so beautiful about your daughter and um, when your son was born that is a memory to stay in your heart forever finally looking back what would be your advice to your former self Laura so the shit storm isn't over yet, um, my love, and you're going to think you can't go on several times, but you've got everything you need. Trust yourself and trust the process. Amazing. And I absolutely echo that with trust. Look at the evidence. Look at the evidence of how far you've come. Um, that is incredible and such amazing advice for all of us listening. So thank you so much for sharing. Okay, we're on to the last one for now. And um, what I will just say, I know there's other responses to come back. So I will do another episode of this because I don't you agree? It's been amazing. How validating, how not alone, how inspiring, how emotional. Amazing. So Caroline. Caroline from Midlothian, two boys, ages three and six. So Caroline says her biggest hardship from 2022, healing my gut, my mind and insomnia following two years of postnatal inflammation. I'm so glad you've called it that. Um, it has taught me to trust my spirit that even in the darkest hours, and in brackets, there were many, many of those in the last few years, particularly in the wee small hours of insomnia and little people waking up and deep within. At the core of my being, there is a vastness of strength that knows healing is entirely possible. There are so many teachings this year. Where to start? Most of all is to prioritize love over fear, to take daily action of loving um, and kindness towards myself, and that this love I give myself is without condition. That when I do this, this paves the way for my kids to do the same, to lead by example and to be the model of love to them, just as they are so beautifully to me, is so important for me as a mum. And as a human being, that is beautiful. 
And you're speaking my language, love, with healing your gut and um, sleep deprivation and inflammation. It's all connected and it's bloody horrible. It can be debilitating. So I feel you and well done. Um, hero. So where a significant person in your life, in your journey. So there have been so many amazing people from family to friends to inspirational guests on podcasts. But one person that has a const, has been a constant for me over the last six months is a lady called Prashanti Paz. That is a beautiful name on a meditation app called Insight Timer. Yes, it's brilliant. Every night I would run myself a lukewarm Epsom salt bath with Neil's Yard Mother's Bath Oil, light two candles and pop on Prashanti Paz's Rama Dasa healing mantra. That just sounds relaxing. This was my empowered action moment, choosing to do something positive so that I felt I had some agency over creating a shift in my physiology. From a freaking out nervous system to one that felt it could allow me to fall asleep and stay asleep. That is amazing. The mantra was so soothing and became such a comfort and an anchor to me. If I felt I was starting to get really anxious in the day, I would pop it on and the kids would also chant along. Oh, it was a 30-day course that included a daily prelude of encouragement before the mantra played and these words always resonated so deeply and kept me going. I repeated that 30-day course six times. Amazing. Each time it spoke to me in a fresh way. It taught me to commit to one thing with consistency, to trust the process and surrender to the outcome. It also reinforced my love of these ancient technologies that can access the unconscious mind and positively influence our well-being. Writing this has just made me realize that I need to go back and thank Prashanti Paz. She really did have a huge impact on my healing. Oh, do. Oh, do. It's so nice, isn't it? When we show that gratitude. That is amazing. And thank you for sharing because that sounds like an amazing resource. Um, A hero. So where you've been the hero. I recently ran a New Moon Women's Connecting to Nature retreat, which was attended by a mum undergoing chemotherapy. It was a gorgeous morning of nature connection um, in the woods where I guided six inspiring women to connect to themselves, each other and nature through yoga, breathwork, mindfulness and an um, ecotherapy related task. Following the retreat, this particular mum emailed me to say how transformative it had been to her. I couldn't believe the positive steps that she has implemented in the days that followed from daily acts and self-care to plans for the future that previously she wasn't able to even consider prior to the retreat. She said the retreat was the catalyst to her healing. My greatest learning is that I can never know the impact I might have. My job is to show up and love and create connection and hold space from that container of love. After that, what will be, will be. Beautiful. I absolutely love that. And well done. That is amazing. And that's going to have a ripple effect on her life. And I'm sure many more. She's not the only one um, that you've helped. (laughs) Highlights. Running 
morning nature connection retreats for women. A huge part of my healing journey was getting into the wilds and feeling the pulse of mother nature under my feet, holding me and breathing life back into me, reminding me of the cycles of the light and dark, the contrast in the seasons. It was a vision for me to hold space for women who, like me, are yearning to connect back to themselves, to take time out and to get back to something almost primitive that is so deeply healing. It's kind of a pinch yourself moment to know that I get to spend time in nature and help people help themselves as part of my job. And that I was the one that made that a reality with the support of my family. My greatest learning from this is that all of the pieces do eventually fall into place once you start to align your actions with your values. You are speaking my language. (laughs) Amazing, Caroline, really amazing. And finally, looking back, Caroline's advice to her former self is all is coming. Trust yourself and trust your magic. I love you. Oh, I love that. And what an amazing place to finish. So what I just want to say, and it's not too much, (laughs) is thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being so open, honest, and unique. And thank you for your bravery and your courage, but also your strength. Like this is so inspiring. Going back to my point at the start, we just don't know what other people are dealing with. And if we can shine a light on that and take the mask off and be more open and honest, I know that that inspires more open conversations for others and liberates others, especially that feeling that we're not alone. So here's to celebrating you. This is to all of you who have taken part and to all of you who are listening and celebrating from your end. And if you want to be part of this podcast, there's still time to fill out the form. We will do another episode because it's been so heartwarming and just amazing. I haven't got any more words. Amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, this has been an incredible episode. And I've personally learned so much from your wisdom and your experiences. And I have nothing else to say. I'm going to go and uh, cry and dance (laughs) because I'm happy. Okay. So we're kind of in the thick of Christmas right now. I will be back next week with another episode where I'm putting it out there it is going to happen I'm bringing my husband on as a guest and we're going to go through our hero hardship and highlights god I feel like I'm going to cry already um okay I will be back next week if you need anything reach out I'm always here to chat please don't suffer in silence okay take care see you next week